Welcome to A Church in the City, a podcast sharing messages, sermons, and talks from downtown Christian Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We exist to empower a movement of passionate Jesus followers. We hope that this word can encourage you and strengthen your relationship with God. Thanks for joining us. So welcome everybody, even if you're a visitor, welcome. Um, This is Easter Sunday, or I'd say Resurrection Sunday, and I'm I'm excited. Um, What I believe God wants to do in us and through us today as as we talk. Um, I do want to make a couple um, things about baptism, um, because I was just meditating on that. And um, and if you haven't been baptized since you believed, you need to be baptized, not because I say so. It's just because I believe it's part of the word of God. But I can tell you a story. When, when I got baptized, you know, a lot of you guys know my story. I was abused as a little, as a little boy, seen a lot of violence. I was abusive to my wife and trying to walk out my salvation as a new believer. And just knowing a part, there's, 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 a, there's a symbol, but there's actually faith what baptism does. When you go under the water, all that old man, all that brokenness, all that hurt, all that wounds, all that stuff, that all them strongholds, if you will, people that are struggling, you just get baptized, you just leave that in the water. When you rise back up, it's like being, you know, resurrected with Jesus. You're, you're raised up in heavenly places, the Bible says. So baptize, is, baptism is so important, to, to, I would say, to, to, um, to stand in your faith, okay? It's, it, you don't need it to be saved. You need to believe to be saved. But if you haven't been baptized, you should be baptized, and I'm encouraging you. So, so whoever been baptized, come and see Dan or myself, and I'll hook you up with Dan. So that's encouraging, because that's been on my heart a lot lately. It's like, sometimes we do things, like even Sunday morning gatherings. Well, why do we get together on Sunday morning gatherings? You know, we can watch it on live stream. So hello, on live streams, we love you. Thank you for watching us. But the truth is, man, get in the community. I, I have to be here. Every time, I, and I, I was gone for two weeks down in Florida, enjoying vacation, first time in two weeks. I, first time I ever took two weeks. Like, I travel in business, and I'll make a vacation out of it so and it's I actually shut down in two weeks I talked to Kevin once for about 15 minutes that was amazing it was good rest no no I love no no I love Kevin Kevin runs the business with me he's my partner in business so so it's like so I, I just felt like he had it his team had it I have Micah is one of my partners too so I'm just excited what God's doing but I just had so much rest but I did I was watching live streaming and and the problem is I keep forgetting that you guys see my text when I'm while you're preaching but I don't care Jamie goes because I'm like oh great word so I like it but I always feel like I'm missing out like I want to be there I should be there and you can't be here all the time so I um I welcome you here today and I really believe that God wants to um open our eyes to see because we talk about Jesus we sung songs he's alive and that's just that Jesus is alive amen our, he's a living God he's alive he's sitting at the right hand of the father interceding for us this is the power of Jesus Christ but I want to talk about what what does that mean for us as believers and as saints Jesus is alive Jesus did it all he said it's finished. The Bible says we're complete. Um, Jamie said something earlier that he, um, that, that he made a spectacle out of, the en- out of the enemy, out of the devil. He destroyed him, took the keys back from him. But, I, I'm, but if he's alive, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? We're celebrating Jesus' resurrection today because truthfully, and I want to challenge all of us today, even at home, how about if every day becomes a resurrection Sunday? Amen. Every day is a resurrection Sunday. Every day we're believing to see God's glory like never before. Every day we want to walk in the fullness of what Jesus paid for on the cross. Sometimes in our minds we think we think that we need more of God. We might need to learn how to walk in more of God. We need to learn how to walk out of some stuff. But Jesus says, if he's in you, you have it all. 
What more, if you're, if you're born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, what else do you need? But yet we are always getting tripped up. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. There's circumstances. We're in a broken world. There's hurt. There's loss. There's craziness in this world. People personally are being physically, mentally, spiritually attacked. There's a, this is the, we're, there's a war going on. But we need to rejoice that we won the war in Jesus, all right, right? Jesus is our victor, and we are more than conquerors in Jesus. And it's time for us to walk in that resurrection power that Jesus gave us. And it, ta- it starts with this. Je- and this is, I encourage everybody for your reading. Go read this week, just f- because I ask you to. Read John 14, 15, 16, and 17. These are four chapters in, in the Gospel of John, 14, 15, 16, and 17. This is, to me, um, um, one of my Bible teachers says, this is a Christian survival kit, if you will. He has a great study on that. And it just talks about how important. This is when he's talking to his apostles just before he died. If you will, the Last Supper, he's, he's speaking to him. He's telling how important the Holy Spirit is, talking about what he, where he's going. He says, don't let your heart be troubled. I can tell you right now, there's people in this room or even people on live stream, your hearts are troubled. My heart's troubled all the time. But I have to remind myself what Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled. So then what's my role on that? What's my responsibility on that? Don't let your heart be troubled. Yeah, but Jesus, don't you understand I'm having all these issues, all this pain. Don't you understand? Of course he understands. He understood it that much. He paid for it all. He, he suffered torture. He died on the cross for us, but he's alive. He conquered death and the devil. He understands so much. Matter of fact, the Bible says he understood before the foundation of the earth what he was going to do for you and me. So what does it look like for us to rise in and, 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 what, and walk in that resurrection power? So let me share some scriptures. Here's, here's Jesus talking in John 14, 15, 16, the Amplified Version. It says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, to be with you forever. Can you say forever? How often do we feel so separated from God when we're going through tests or trials or we, we fall short and we know we shouldn't be doing, we should have, could have, would have done something. That is not truth. That's just your feelings. What if we can leave today saying, you know what? I learned something today that my feelings get me in trouble. My emotions causes me to think differently. And then the enemy ha- makes havoc on me when my emotions and my feelings run wild. He starts whispering lies to me and I start to believe those lies. And all of a sudden, doubt and unbelief comes up and I don't, even know what I, I don't even know if I'm even a believer. I don't know where God is. Matter of fact, I'm frustrated with God. What's going on? I don't understand. Now, these are feelings that are real, but the truth is God can show you his truth. The truth is he's here and he's with you forever. So we need to learn how to tap into that when we're struggling, we're going through these crazy tests and trials that this broken world will give us, amen? And Jesus even said that, you will have tests and trials, but be a good share, I overcome the world. The victory's in Jesus, not in how we walk it out, what Jesus did and stand and believe in what he's done. So let me keep reading. So I'll be with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take in its heart, but because it does not, because it does not see him or know him, but you... Know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. Think about how power of true salvation is, the living God. You look at this, you look at all these Old Testament heroes and believers, but as New New Testament believers, we get the Spirit of God living inside us. He habitates in us. He, He makes us his tabernacle. We are, God lives in us. Think about that. Let me read another scripture. This is um, 
So, so, so this is when, when um, Jesus is talking to his disciples, when he came back and he rose from the dead and he was walking around talking to his disciples, it says, while being together, eating with them, he, this is um, Acts 1, chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, he goes, while being together and eating with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised. What the Father had promised. There's a promise through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's a promise. Let me keep reading. Of which he said, you heard, you, heard, you heard me speak, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized and empowered and united with the Holy Spirit not long from now. It's the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think as a church, man, I'm so glad that Jesus died for my sin. And I'm so glad to have sin. And I'm glad that I'm, I have a, I, I, I'm, I'm, I always say I'm written in the Lamb's book of life. I'm glad I'm on my way to heaven. But you know, sometimes if, the, if we stop there, we're missing out on the full gospel. Because then we're just, just wait till Jesus comes back or till we die. But if we get the whole, it's to reconcile us back to the Father, to know the Father intimately through the Holy Spirit and power, and to bring his kingdom and his kingdom mandate on earth as it is in heaven. Because the earth is messed up. There's, we're messed up. This world's broken. And the only way God's going to show his glory is through us. He chose that. It's not the only way he could have done it. He just chose to use us. It says in Ephesians, he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. His power. He says accordingly. So a lot of us think accordingly means, what he, well, he gives you more power than we, us, Chris, or he gives, that's not true. He says he's not a respecter of persons. According to the power that you learn to walk in, according to the power that you learn to participate in, according to the power that you learn to grow in as you walk with the Holy Spirit, as you learn he is your friend, he is your comforter, he is your teacher. And the Bible says he'll teach you all things. He'll lead you to all truth. He'll declare clear the heart of the Father what if we're willing to listen to that, Holy Spirit? The Bible says in um, Romans, um, Romans 8, I think it's chapter, or, I mean, verse 16, it says, those who led by the Spirit are the sons of God, or sons and daughters, those who are led by the Spirit. It is God's purpose and plan and will for us to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. But he's gonna use you and me. But if we can get stuck or we can get trapped and, 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 and all the problems that we're trying to face and all the circumstances, because they're going to be there. You guys hear some of my testimony. My first five to ten years of marriage, my first five years was a mess in my ten years. But you know what? Me and Lisa walked out so much. I was abusive to her. I was broken and all that. But you know, when I, I still knew I was a man of God. Did you know how many people I ministered to and, and led to the Lord, even in my brokenness? Some people think, well, when I get fixed, then I'm going to go do what God wants. You're already fixed if you have Jesus Christ in you. You've already been redeemed. You've already been healed and delivered. See, what we're waiting to do is get this, perfect, this perfect situation. You won't. You're already perfect inside you. One third of you are wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. What if we just say, look, there's a journey we're all going through, and there's issues that we have to walk out, but we will stand and do what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Yeah, but Chris, I, 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 I've been struggling. I've been feeling stuck. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you walk it out. Let me continue reading this. So then he goes, he goes, he goes in um, Acts um, 1.8. He says, then he goes, because he's telling his disciples not to leave. And then he goes, he goes, 
till you receive the Holy Spirit. It says, but you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses to tell, about, tell people about me both in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and even, out to, even to the ends of the earth. What if we just believe that for our community? What if we just believe that for our workplace, for our schools? What if we believe that for our friends and our family? What if we say, look, at, man, I just want to make a difference for God's kingdom um, for my, my community or my, my workplace or my family or my friends. I want to learn how to walk in the resurrection power. The Bible says the same power, the same spirit or power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. But you know what? Today, I feel that today the church has been powerless. It's been powerless. We have believed a lie. We believe we're still waiting for God to come and do something. And that's why we get frustrated with God. That's why we, do, we don't understand God sometimes. We wonder, we get angry with God because we're waiting to God. And, and, and because there's some bad things happen. But I'm telling you what, God wants to restore. He's a God of re- re- restoration, a God that restores. Redemption is all over you. Redemption's all over you. You say, Chris, I don't believe you. I don't care. That's, not, that's your emotions. That's not true. The word of God's more true than your emotions. The word of God's more true in your circumstances. The word of God's more true in your bondage. That's the fact. No, I'm not trying to be insensitive. No, man, I fight the same battles. Let let me make a disclaimer here. I'm not up here explaining some theory or I'm not explaining something that I have arrived. I'm fighting the same battles as you do. I'm struggling the same you do. Sometimes I don't even want to go to work. Sometimes I don't want to do nothing but suck my thumb and watch TV some, and just binge out on TV. I'm willing to say that up there. But you know what? That doesn't change who I am. I'm a man of God, and I'm called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm called to encourage you people, so I'm going to do it. But I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent to you. Did I struggle too? I haven't arrived. Trust me. Some of my friends know. I had a, how many calls did I have talks with you, Stan? Some tough, about a year ago, I was struggling. I have friends that can, I can call to and talk to my friends and say, like, you know, we're all fighting battles. If we think walking with Jesus, you're going to be battle or test free, you're not. Matter of fact, I think you're going to get hit even harder sometimes. Man, if the devil can shut me up, he's going to try. So he tries a lot. And sometimes I just fall, and, but you know what? I pick myself back up. The Bible says a righteous man will pick himself up a seventh time. What if we refuse to let sin, discouragement, fear, anxiety, doubt, non-belief, worry, anything stop us from moving forward with God? What if we get so hungry today to say, I want more of you, God? Now, I just said, you can't get more of God if you already have God in you, but you can experience more. You can learn how to walk in more. You can learn how to pour, um, participate with more. See, but our minds think, no, I don't have it. I'm waiting to get it, and I must not have it. If you think you're waiting, if you're a born-again believer, and you think you're waiting to get it, you don't have it yet, come and talk to me, because that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says you have it. You just need to learn how to walk in it. You need to learn how to activate it. You need to learn how to participate with it. You know, Friday night we had this um, worship, amazing kind of way to go, and um, me and Lisa was ministering the whole time. We were prophesying over people. Who got ministered by me and Lisa? Just got loved on. Amen, amen. You know what? You know what? You know what? I came to worship, but my revelation and my perspective of worship is different than some people. It's to participate. 
I believe true worship is participating. That's why he had Luke up here. That's why he had people up there participating with the Spirit. As he was worshiping, God put something on his heart, and he came up and shared it. So this is what we're saying. There's, um, there's, uh, this is what happens is we start to participate. So I'm participating as I'm worshiping. worshiping. And man, we are ministering like crazy, right? Well, guess what? I was, I, don't, I was crying half the time. The Spirit of God was ministering to me. He was sharing things with me. And all of a sudden, once he started ministering to me and about some heaviness and some things, different things, and I'm getting breakthrough, all of a sudden, I start, God started giving me words for other people who have the same problem. I'm going to pray for you. Think about it. When you walk out something, you can help someone else walk it out. Amen. Your test can become a testimony. Your mess become a message. We're waiting to become these perfect people. We're already perfect in the eyes of the Father, but we're going to have situations. But we're saying, you know what? I'm going to walk this out. What if we say, you know what? It ain't okay to fear. It ain't okay to be anxious. It okay. It's not okay to be stuck in sin. It's not okay to, um, um, to not like people. You might love people, but you don't like people. You got to learn to like people. You got to learn how to love people. Not everybody's so lovable. Matter of fact, Jesus, God even says more. He says, love your enemies. He doesn't say, it's easy to love your friends. Love your enemies. We can't even love our family members, alone love our enemies. Because we don't have our perspective. We don't realize who we truly are. We don't realize that we're born again and we can be filled with the Holy Spirit and power. We don't realize what God can do and when we learn to participate with him. I cannot talk about Jesus this Sunday, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, without saying that his glory is, in, is for us to walk in. We're waiting for Jesus to do something. Who believes, who believes, who felt that we're waiting for God to do something? He's did it in Jesus. He's waiting for us to participate because God's doing something and he's going to pour out his spirit. Matter of fact, the Bible says when he prophesies in Joel, he says that when it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse, but, that's, but I'm going to pour out my spirit. I, I, and the young men will prophesy and the old men will see dreams. They'll prophesy. I'm going to pour out my spirit. You know what we're doing when we, we, it's starting to get worse? Oh, it's getting worse. Oh my gosh. Let's go protest. Let's start, let's start this throwing stuff on social media just to, let's start doing this, let's start doing that. And we're thinking we're doing something. How about we rise up and say, let's go change this broken world. And it starts with you and me. Let's start building that faith inside. Let's start building our homes and our families and our marriages. Let's let God transform our lives. When I'm up here sharing, I have, I'm the biggest idiot. I'm, I mean, gosh, I mean, I've been arrested. If you only knew my testimony, I don't have time to share. I did everything wrong. I wasn't worthy of nothing until Jesus says, I made you worthy by my blood. And if you receive me, you can participate through the Holy Spirit power, whatever my kingdom says. I believe that. I also believe in John 15, he says, you can do nothing without him. I believe that. That's why I'm always hungry for more of Jesus. Because I believe I can't do it without him. If you are not Keeping your mind on God, if you're not seeking God, you're not drawing near to God, you must think you can do it without him. I'm not throwing any condemnation on anybody. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. These are just perspectives that I want you to think about. If you're not spending time with your, in your community, you're not spending time with other believers, you're not spending time in God's word, if you're not spending time in prayer, 
These are not about religious works. I'm not talking about works. I'm talking about relationship. If I don't spend time with my wife, I don't spend time. Ask my kids. They go, oh, my gosh, Dad, you, 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 you can't stand two hours away from your uh, mom. I don't. I like my, I like my wife. I want to be, if I could be around my wife 24-7, I will. Believe, she needs a break from me sometimes. <laughs> I literally, I literally went on, I, went, I had to go on the road for about three days in business. I come back, I say, hey, baby, have you missed me? And she gets quiet and she starts to laugh. I'm like, I go, you didn't miss me. <laughs> she didn't start laughing. Because sometimes we're together all the time because sometimes I work from home and stuff. So you, it's nice to, you know, I went out and played golf with a bunch of guys and come back and, do you miss me? She starts smiling. But guess what? We talk all the time. We communicate. We talk about our problems. We talk about where God's called us. We're talking all the time. We're spending time together. What are you doing with the Holy Spirit? And so if you think Sunday morning is your time with God, I want to challenge you that's wrong thinking. Sunday morning is a time to come with other believers and celebrate our God, worship with our God, experience our God together corporately. No, the other six days of the week is when you dive in and you learn to hear the voice of the Lord. You learn to walk with the Holy Spirit. You learn his word and you walk out that victory. You want to celebrate Jesus? Start doing that and you'll bring him glory because he says, you'll know my disciples by your fruit. Fruit, the church needs to wake up. It needs to wake up. Gosh, we get, we, don't we get sidetracked all the time? God constantly brings me to scripture um, in James where he says, um, let a man toss to and fro, let him expect to get anything from the Lord. Wow, think about that. If your minds get tossed to and fro, it says, you, you, don't even plan to get anything from God. And that's what we're walking in. We're confused. We're frustrated. We're overwhelmed. Man, if you're confused and you're frustrated, I'm sorry to hear that. Then get around people that can help you get refocused. They can help you with the truth. That can pray with you. That can encourage you. That can say, hey, this doesn't, you have to be that way. I had, I had someone who's really close to me. One of my relatives, really close to me, I spent some time with him, Six, he's 66, and he said, um, that's just, he goes, I'm 66 years old. Um, he says, that's just the way I am, I'm not gonna change. That's just the way I am. And we, we were talking with his wife, and me and Lisa were talking, we were down in Florida. He goes, I'm 66. He goes, that's the way I am, I'm not gonna change. And I said, oh, sure you. I goes, no, I'm serious. He goes, I'm not gonna change. I'm like, wow, that's his perspective. I've been praying for him ever since he said that, because my heart broke. I don't care if you're six or 86 or 96, you can still change with the Holy Spirit and power. The Bible says, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling that you will will and do his good pleasure. The Bible talks about walking in transformation from glory to glory in the image of our Lord Jesus Christ. Think about that. Think about that. Growing things change, changing things grow. We should be always hungry to experience more of God, understand more of God. We should be hungry. But you know what? You know how you get hungry? Keep yourself humbled. When you start realizing, I can't do anything without Jesus. That's right. Jesus told you you couldn't do anything. Why are you trying? Can, we, can I be really direct with you guys? Get ready. Stop doing it without Jesus. At home, in this room. Stop living life without Jesus. Now you say, Chris, that really can offend me because you know I love Jesus and, I, and Jesus is my Lord. Yes, but are you doing life with Jesus? The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord 
with all your heart. Lean not in your understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways. Not most of your ways, ways that are easy to you, ways that you like, but all your ways. And he will direct to make your path smooth. You acknowledge him in that hurt that you never let anybody know about. That maybe that violation, that brokenness, that you can never get rest in your soul. And, it, and the devil keeps bringing it up to you day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And you're a born-again believer with the Holy Spirit and power, yet you're stuck. That is serious stuff. You young kids back there are on your phone. Listen, God has a plan for you. I can't sit up here and have you on your phone. Give me some attention. I've only got six more minutes. Listen, you young people, God has a plan for you. And God's going to chase you down. I'm going to pray every day he chases you down so you can experience God. Why ain't we doing that? Why ain't we, why ain't we cultivating and trying at least to cultivate atmosphere? It starts with you being transformed. It starts you experience something. When you get something from the Lord and you walk that out, you can, go, you can change the world just on that. I have a revelation on sonship. I was pulling my wife's hair out. 33, it's our anniversary, Friday was our anniversary, 33 years. Um, 32 years ago, thanks. 32 years ago, I was had to fight my wife. I picked my wife up from her hair, shaking her, ripping her hair out. She was going to leave. She was going to leave me. And my, and my oldest daughter was just one years old. She goes, I'm done with this guy. Lisa's tough as nails. When she says she's done, she's done. That's why God gave me a, a wonderful wife because... Um, I'm an idiot sometimes. But anyways, God told her not to leave me. He showed me a vision of me doing what I'm doing now. 33 years ago. A man, and I'm too busy sucking my thumb in the other room trying to kill myself, but I was too selfish to kill myself. So I was going to run, uh, run, run off. And, and I go, I'm just like my dad, because I see my dad beat his wife with machetes and back beat me and all that. You guys hear these testimonies, but I, I, I talk about it all the time because it's who I am. Because God, so she goes, God told me to leave you. And she was crying. She goes, but I'm not going to. But he says, here's what I have a plan. And she showed me that vision. When, she, when he, she showed me that vision, God said this. I love you, my son. And I'm faithful to complete the good work I started in you. That's all he said. And I heard it. She didn't hear it. But I heard it just like you can hear me as an audible voice. Then his spirit fell on me. And I fell on my face crying. Was it 20, 30 minutes uncontrollable? Just crying. And then we and Lisa looked, we said, divorce is not the answer. And, and it took us about 15 years to walk a lot of this stuff out. The first five years, and then there's healing and process. But we knew that we were sons and daughters of God. I'm telling you, I believe there's people out there at home or even in this room have not had that revelation that you're a son and a daughter. You need to know that if Jesus Christ is your Lord, you, through adoption, the Bible says, he's in, in um, um, Romans 8, I think 15, he says, not giving you a spirit of fear, a bondage again leading to fear, but he's giving you a spirit of adoption that you can cry out, Abba, Father, Daddy, God. We need to know that God has revelation through the Holy Spirit power. He has truth in his word that we can tap into if we're willing to listen, if we're willing to seek. You'll seek, you'll find. You'll draw near, he'll draw near to you. What does that look like? So that perspective of sonship has changed my life forever. So no matter what I do, no matter what mistake, it never changes my identity. I'm still a son. Now, 33 years later, God's starting to say, you're not acting like one. You're acting like, you're acting like a baby. You're being tossed to and fro. I told you not to be tossed to and fro. Trust me. God can, God can talk to me direct. Sometimes he has to because I don't listen unless he does. Um, but why don't we all do that? Why don't you come on this journey with me? Let's this Sunday be a Sunday like never before. How many people have been a believer for years and been Sunday after Easter Sunday after Easter Sunday comes to church? I want this Sunday to be different. 
I want this son to stick, something to stick to you. Say, he's right. I've been dealing with this. I've been struggling with this. And I'm going to do it no more. And I'm not waiting for God to do something because I'm going to believe Chris at his word. Or don't believe me at my word. Believe this word. It says you're complete in Christ if you're complete. Matter of fact, um, Luke was talking about faith, uh, the measure of faith. Read Jude. It says faith. I I can't read it without my glasses, so I'm going to read this real quick. And I didn't have my glasses, so I wear my wife's glasses. That's nice. So, um, so I wasn't planning on reading this, but the Lord put that up. And when it says, it says, um, Beloved, I want to be very diligent writing to you concerning our common salvation. So we're all, it's, it's all common salvation. And I found it necessary to write you, to exhort you and to contend earnestly for the faith that was, was once for all delivered to the saints. Once and for all delivered through the saints, through Christ. Once and for all. Once and for all. Say once and for all. all. Say I have faith. I need to learn to walk in it. I need to learn to have the Holy Spirit help activate it. See, think about that. Do you know how much hope can be stirred up today if we just said he's right? The word of God's right. I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm stuck. I'm overwhelmed. I'm hurt. I'm broken. But I know that God's not done with me yet. And I know if I trust God, the Holy Spirit will help me because he's my helper. Who has, who has got help from the Holy Spirit in the last week? Raise your hand. Really? About eight of us? I'm, exact, I'm not trying to be. How about if that be everyday life? I need the Holy Spirit every day. Ask Lisa. I'm like, I got to go spend time with God. And you know what's so wonderful about God? You don't have to spend hours with God. You can just go before God and humble yourself and just, talk, just spend some time. And he's so merciful. He just gets you to think differently. Did you ever have that where you're struggling? You think everything's going so bad and all of a sudden God gives you a new perspective? You're like, oh, that's true. If you haven't experienced that, you can. You can experience that. Do you ever compare yourself among yourself? By the way, that's sin. You shouldn't do that according to the Bible. But stop doing that. Stop doing that because all it does is cause doubt and unbelief. Oh, yeah, Chris, that's you because you're Chris and you're hyper and you're so passionate. I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. He goes, Chris, you know, they're talking about you. Chris is always on. He goes, you're always on. And then my friend goes, well, Chris doesn't have an off button. And everybody laughed. But guess what? God doesn't have an off button either. He's always moving. And he's always chasing his people. And he always did want to see his kingdom on earth as is in heaven. He don't want us to wait till we go to heaven to see heaven. He wants us to experience heaven here and now on earth. He wants to show this dying, broken world, the living God, the glory of God. He wants us to do it. So if God's always on, let us learn to be always on. And people think I'm always on, but you know what? I hurt just like you guys do. And I fail just like you guys do. And I'm almost, well, I'm just like you guys do. But I know what I'm called to do. And I know I'm a son. And I know that God has a plan for me. So I'm going in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up and I'm going to continue moving forward. There's times that I'm up here encouraging you and I had the worst week of my life. And God goes, really? Was it really that bad? Serious. One time I was up here telling someone I had the worst week of my life and God right then and there goes, really, come on, dude. I mean, he didn't call me dude, but he goes, really, come on. Because that's how we feel. That's how I feel. Man, you don't understand. I'm overwhelmed. I don't understand maybe, but God does. I want to stir us all up. 
this day, this Resurrection Sunday. Let this Easter make a difference in all our lives. Let's just eat. say, yes, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit and power. I want to learn to walk in resurrection power. I want to learn to walk in victory as a son and a daughter. I want to bring that into my marriage and my home and my children and my school and my workplace and my community. I want to learn more about God. Because if, you, if you, because if you don't know, then how do you walk out your problems? My people, Bible says, my people um, perish for lack of vision or revelation. If we don't know that God's crazy about us and his love's amazing, but that's what we want to stand on. Oh, God loves us. No matter whatever happens to us, God loves us. Of course he loves us. But God loves you so much, you don't want you to stay stuck. Amen. And we'll just stay stuck. Well, you know, thank God that God loves me. He loves you so much, he wants you to walk in freedom and victory. He wants you to walk with power and might. He wants you to go and shine that world. Shine your light to the world. Be a salt to the earth and, 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 and light, to the, light to the world and salt to the earth. He wants us to be his vessel. He wants to partner with us. But the best way to learn how to do that is let him do it through you. Start to experience God. Let him break through, through some areas of your heart that you never gave him. Let him experience him and then take whatever you experience and just go share that. You want to talk about revival? Who wants to have, let's have a revival in this city. Let's start a revival right here today. It starts with you and me deep down in our own hearts and let's carry that revival wherever we go. You want to see revival starts? It starts with you inside. starts with, between our ears. You transform our minds. Get our hearts on fire and then we'll go wherever we're going to go. Revival isn't some worship thing on some night. Revival starts every day and it starts in our heart. And we can have Resurrection Sunday every day. And we can see. Because Luke said that and I, I have the same heart. Why ain't we seeing miracles that Jesus did? Because Jesus says in John 14, greater works that you'll do than I will because I go to the Father for those who believe. You just have to believe. You don't have to have any kind of special stamp. You don't have to belong to any special church. You just got to be a believer in Jesus Christ and believe what Jesus has done. Those who believe. Those who believe. Who's going to believe me today that we can leave today different? And we can take this week and start learning how to let the Holy Spirit transform us so we can help other people walk in transformation. Amen? Amen. Is that good? Because I just love singing about Jesus, but let's sing about what Jesus is doing in us and through us. Amen? Let's walk in that victory that we sing about all the time. Let's walk in that faith that Luke was talking about. Let's hang on a little longer. And when you walk out something, it's hard to go back. Knowing that you've been set free, why are you going back? How many times do you feel like we go backwards sometimes? That's called flesh. Let's run to Jesus, amen? The band can come up. I'm gonna pray for us. I literally thought I, I was up here for three minutes, 10 minutes. It's been 34 minutes. I mean, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You cannot sit here and not be a little bit encouraged or maybe challenged or maybe you're mad at me. If you're mad at me, come and talk to me because I want you to be full of joy. I want you to be full of hope. I want you to be full of faith. I want you to be excited about what God's doing in you and through you. That's what resurrection power means. That's what Jesus has done for us. I want you to walk in the fullness of salvation, all of it. Amen? Let's stand up. I'm gonna pray. Hey, at home, stand up. As part of participating at home, okay, are you standing up at home? All right. All right. And join with me in this. Just believe that as I pray this. Father God, we love you. Jesus, you did it all for us. We're celebrating you. This is your day, Jesus. But we choose to follow you and say, Holy Spirit, you are the promise of the Father. 
You are the promise of the Father. Have your way with us, Holy Spirit. Come, have your way with our hearts and souls. Come, bring revival in our own hearts and souls so we can bring revival to our city. Holy Spirit, have your way. Forgive us for complacency. Forgive us for being in our own strength. Forgive us for being wise in our own eyes. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Come, show us the Father's glory through us and in us. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about DCC, get involved in one of our ministries, or give to support us, you can find us at achurchinthecity.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at Downtown Christian Church for Sunday morning set lists, sermon series announcements, and much more. You can also join us live on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Just search for Downtown Christian Church. Thank you for listening.